I don't know where all my time went I don't know how to define it So tell me how do I fight it When it feels so wrong It's on the tip of my tongue It's every line in this song The little things have been with me all along You know, Kimberly, I have a good idea for a punishment. Okay, I wanna I wanna get a mold and I wanna make a make a paddle out of ice and spank you with it and the spanking will be over once the ice has fully melted or broken. But it, it'll break in like one hit. It sure won't. Are you talking about like one of those ice cube molds that like you you have like a round ice or like stick ice? Kind but of, it, it'd, yes. be a, it'd be a it'd paddle. be a paddle. And I could three D print one. It, exactly. <gasps> you could three D print and an ice be, cube tray for a paddle. Uh, yes, and it would be it would be a full paddle. And I would try and uh, use water that's as purified as possible, so the ice is as strong as can be. And is that I how can ice works. Yeah. Hmm. If there's if there's all, if there's minerals and stuff in it, the crystal structure gets messed up. And as long as the crystal structure is really strong, um, right where the handle is, where she thinks it's gonna break, then that's, I can just. That's the point of failure. That's no. the wide part attaching to the narrow part, and then that's where you're gonna hold. Which means as you swing it, the way it's okay. So this is a visual thing. As you swing it. This part is going to hit first and bend, and the narrow point is going to break. Have you? It doesn't bend. It's ice. Ice doesn't bend. Ice either breaks or it melts. Okay, darling. Listen, have you? Okay, I, I feel like you, you, you've only been in Michigan for a while. I know you were from the south, but those big long like okay. those big long icicles from from like your roof or whatever. I've hit people with what? those. Those don't break. Okay. One, that's not a paddle. That's a cone. Exactly. And the structure is not the same. I know that. Two, I would like to submit exhibit A, which is fuck you. <laughs> okay, so I'm doing this. Okay. So you are going to, you're going to make me a 3D mold for your paddle, and I am going to spank you live on this show um, on our next live episode um, with a frozen paddle, to, and it'll go okay. until it either breaks, like you think, <laughs> once, or it'll melt. Okay. You, now you're gonna do this yes. because you're sure that it'll break after one hit, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so you're gonna do this. You agree? Yes, I okay, good. Ah, yeah, we have but, a show to start. But, no, wait, wait. wait just, what, what was I, the... I would like to say that I consent and I donate my bottom to mm -hmm. this science experiment, provided that it's impact play and not insertion. Oh, you no! <gasps> oh my gosh, no! The other end of the handle has to be nope. like a dildo. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I'm the one designing the mold. Yes, and I am not I am not so engaging I'm in insertion. Make it look like a big cock. <laughs> okay, if you want to if you want your bottom slapped with a big icy cock, that's your prerogative. <laughs> all right. As long as we're all in agreement. <laughs> Have fun on your show, you baby. <laughs> okay, I've been recording the whole time, so I'm just going to leave that in. <laughs> Why did you hit record? Because you guys are hilarious. Okay, welcome to the usual bet and 18 and up age play discussion podcast. Every week we make a bet and the losers and diapers for the next episode. I am the big sister encounter extraordinaire, Sophie Elizabeth. I'm the little sister by a lot of votes, Chloe Elizabeth. Yeah, just it's... I got blown out of the water. People want them vibrating controllers, Chloe. They just want to... It looks like AI Daddy Xbox is not going to win the console war, which is a shame. What a lot of diaper play comes down to is those orgasms. They want those juicy, juicy orgasms. That's true. As do we all. <laughs> 
Okay, I want to talk about something. Okay. Okay. I've been thinking about this for a while, and, um, oh gosh, I don't even know how to explain this. I saw an image. This was a long time ago. I don't remember who the artist was, but it was a, a drawing of this woman who was in this, like, really slutty top, like mm-hmm. a, like a, like a halter top kind okay. of thing. And Lots said, of skin, etc. Yeah, it's a, like, baby girl on the front, or maybe mm-hmm. she had, like, a bib on, and it's a baby girl on the oh, bib Oh, I love something. that aesthetic. And um, she had, like, a collar on her neck, hmm. and um, it had, like, a little tag. Maybe that's a baby girl. Something's a baby girl. I swear it did. <laughs> baby girl was in the image. And um, she was really huffy and pouty, and um, then she wasn't wearing pants, and she wasn't wearing a diaper. She was wearing panties, but they were, like, slutty, like, skimpy, like, string bikini-style panties. Okay. And then there was a little, like, word bubble that said, like, like daddy or something like that mm-hmm. um and it was it's gosh someone's probably gonna be able to find this I can, image i in can a get moment. this i can build it in my head i've yeah. got what you're i'm picking up what you're putting they're down. gonna know exactly what i'm talking about they're gonna have it saved on their hard drives <laughs> and it's it's called a hard drive is because it's for when you're hard and <sighs> move on <laughs> okay well, now I'm thinking about, like, the the, no, the, no, the drop no, of hard drives no. and Finish. solid state drives. Oh, solid state drive. They still count. Okay, never mind. I'm back in. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay, but anyway, I've been thinking about this picture, and I was like, okay, well, I want her to be in a diaper, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I wish this girl was in a diaper. Obviously, it's some DDLG play that isn't, like, diaper-focused, yeah. but I wanted the girl in a diaper. And I was thinking about, like, like... Oh, well, I could, like, edit it or something and make, like, an edit with a diaper because people do that. Yeah. And I probably couldn't because I'm not good at drawing, like, those semi-realistic diapers. I mm-hmm, draw, like, mm-hmm. very cartoony diapers. Anyway. Whew. My point is I wanted a diaper on this girl. But then I was thinking, she's got this really slutty appearance, right? Yeah. And I don't think diapers are slutty. And I mean, maybe I, maybe some people do think diapers are slutty, right? Like, maybe some people are like, oh, yeah, look at her diapers. But like, they're, not, slut. they're not skimpy. Yeah, they're not skimpy. That's a good word. So I was thinking, well, I'll just put her in a skimpy diaper. And I'm like, that doesn't exist. <laughs> so now I, I've been thinking, okay, and I say I've been thinking about this recently. What I mean by recently is about two and a half years. <laughs> I, what? I've been thinking about this for years, Chloe. I've wanted a skimpy diaper for years. You've never brought this up. I know. So I really want the skimpy diaper. Hold on. Hold on. This story takes place two years ago? Yeah. I thought it took place like a week ago. No. I really want this diaper. <laughs> what? And I, it, it, it's... What would this... What would it look like? Okay, so that's what I'm getting to. Now, the, the practicality of diapers is twofold. Um, one... You want it to have that baby appeal, uh-huh. that baby aesthetic, which I think like maybe if you put like an adult in a baby diaper, kind of has the skimpy diaper. Yeah, aesthetic, it's right? very small, and you get a bit of a vibe from that. But unfortunately, a lot of adults can't fit into baby diapers, including myself. Okay, yeah. So, um, I I kind of want one of these these diapers to be a a low riding, okay. like not super high absorbency diaper. Mm-hmm. And it would like show off just like the top of like your your butt, and like it would it'd be really like yeah. I have some images in my head. Uh, kind of like really thin ar- around the hips, like just one tape kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And um, but the problem here is the the downfall is the the lack of absorbency. People wouldn't want to buy a diaper if they're like okay, but the absorbency ain't there. So that's the point well, of a diaper. I've got I've got a lot of takes on this. Mm-hmm. I've got a lot to say. So the first place my head went which I'm glad it's left that station, is 
think of like a thong and then and then with, with, with some padding and i was like i hate that image and then and then you brought up like the the baby diaper thing and i'm like oh the baby diapers on adults are very it, it shows a lot of skin it's very small if you made those in that kind of same look in larger proportions, that's really good. And now like, they, they'd, okay, it would still have padding. Yeah. It would still yeah. have padding in like the front and in the back. Yeah. And it would probably have like some sort of um, very infantile, old school baby diaper ish yeah. print to it. And the goal here, and the, you, you might be asking, Sophie, what's the goal? Why, why wear this diaper? Sexy. Because. Well, a lot of people with diaper fetishes already think that diapers themselves are mm-hmm. sexy. Why would you do that? Um, well, it's definitely not the absorbency. It's definitely not the without a high waistband or, mm-hmm. or good leg gatherer things. Gathers? Gar- gatherers? I don't know what they're called. Uh, they have a word, but I don't remember it. Without those, it's not really going to be that useful. Yeah. Um, so why? What's the point? Sexy. And, <laughs> and I was thinking, and... and this is a personal fantasy of mine, mm-hmm. and I, I'm going to draw back on on this this concept I've had ever since seeing this original image. Okay, this original base image conjured a fantasy in my head that has been unfulfilled for two and a half years. Mm-hmm. This this fantasy is the idea that instead of your usual baby play of oh you're such a little girl I'm going to put you in a diaper, mm-hmm. it's vice versa. It's, oh, so you're a big girl? Okay. Well, if you're such a big girl, uh, if you're such an adult, then Mm -hmm. you can dress like an adult. A slutty adult (laughs) woman. And what this looks like is a a tight crop top shirt Mm -hmm. that says some cute baby word on it, like pampers or baby sluts good, uh, daddy's girl, Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Or mommy's girl, you know, Mm -hmm. depending. And a diaper that goes with it mm-hmm. but it's a very mature quote-unquote diaper yeah it's it's skimpy it's a skimpy diaper and now the reason why this has its own level of embarrassment that that adult diapers don't have is because it's not oh look at what a baby you are it's like oh look at what a little slut you are <laughs> And that has appeal. Mm-hmm. There's an appeal there of wanting to be a slut, but then you still get the diaper perks. So there's a layer here you're not looking at. Okay. And it's something I've been kind of, I've been bursting at the seams to say, this diaper, this skimpy diaper, one of the, you might not consider it an upside, but I think it could be considered an upside. It's designed to fail. <gasps> it is It is not meant to uh, hold all your like wedding, it is meant to leak and fail, and that's part of the part of the diaper. It's meant to show what a what a helpless toddler you are. Oh, Chloe, you want to be a big girl today? All right, I'll dress you, mm-hmm. and then I'll put you in this skimpy these skimpy clothes, these tight like low rise <laughs> jeans that your diaper does not poke out of. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. guess what? You have a skimpy little diaper on, and then when you beg and cry because you really have to go potty, and mm-hmm. I'm like, no, we have to we have places to be. I don't have time for this. And then I drag you around by the hand. And finally, you wet your diaper, and it totally leaks everywhere. It's designed and to fail. I mean, then you have the opportunity of being like, okay, well, well, just panties would be fine for that situation. But there's a difference. There is. There is. I just, also, uh... the little like, imagine, imagine like you're dressed in a slutty outfit, the diaper's leaking, or if you have just pants on, you get those crescent moon like diaper leak marks and everything. Like, there's a whole thing there. There's a whole. 
There's a whole untapped market there with the skimpy diaper idea. Now that's the reverse. I think that I also want to address the moving forward part where it's the the usual turn you into a baby, but Mm -hmm, instead mm -hmm. of turning you into a baby in like a onesie and a diaper, it's turning you into a slut baby, like Mm, a baby slut. mm. A lot of people want the baby slut. I sometimes want the baby slut. I want to be the baby slut. I want you to be like... That's my episode name. I want to be the baby slut. (laughs) And... Sometimes you, I just want to be put in a really revealing outfit with showing a lot of skin with mm-hmm, infantile mm-hmm. traits like pigtails that are very classic little girl, but like in a sexy way mm-hmm. and not be baby, but be like skimpy. And and you can't be skimpy baby without skimpy diaper. <laughs> and I can't fit in baby diaper, so I want skimpy diaper. You know, I really thought I would not be with you, and I would not understand, but I am sad to report that I totally agree with you and understand <laughs> on that. Guys, for everyone, any diaper companies listening, we got ABU, Reader's Tykable, give me skimpy diaper. Give me skimpy baby diaper. Let me be skimpy baby. I just want it. I really want <laughs> it. I don't know. Like, imagine, it's it's like the vibe yeah. of putting a baby diaper on, and it's just barely staying yeah. on. You but, got lots of midriff. You got you a don't little bit have, of butt showing. Right. You don't have the 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 pressure of worrying if it's going to pop open. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. it's literally just it's the same thing. And then it's just like, way. oh, you can get a baby diaper with, like, extenders. No, not the, the same thing. Not the same. I want better coverage. I want it to cup the mm-hmm. the seat of my ass but still show off the top of it i wanted to to just cover up where like pubic hair would be but show off all my belly button i want this to be i want it i want skimpy baby diaper skimpy baby diaper okay so <laughs> now that we addressed all the the huge variety of needs for mm-hmm. skimpy baby diaper absolutely um do you think anyone would ever buy this? No. I no, I bet don't. bet you. All right, usual bet. I think that this is a terrible idea, <laughs> and it would cost companies so much money, and, like, six people would buy them, like, ten of them maybe each, and then, and then it would waste so many resources, which could be used to make pull-ups. Oh, okay. He got me there. But I'm not saying that it would be a market ender because unlike diapers, which are meant to be used and then thrown out, mm-hmm. companies have the luxury of being able to say, well, obviously they're going to buy more. Yeah. They don't They don't last very long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, a skimpy baby diaper is one of those very situational role-play focused things. But I'm not talking about if a company wants to make them. That's not my argument. It's, it's do people want them? So my bet, I'm betting yes. I bet I'm going to say all this, and there's going to be some eureka moments out mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. People out there are going to be sitting in their chair. A light bulb will appear and then go on above their head, and then they will whisper quietly <laughs> under their breath. Give me skimpy baby diaper. Give me skimpy baby diaper. <laughs> I, want, I want that skimpy baby diaper. <laughs> I've never known a lot of but now I'm skimpy baby diaper. I, I... I don't think that at all. Ta- I think- tape it on me. Tape it on me with those just the one tape for each side. Just tape it on. Tape it on. It's just going to be so gorgeous. It's going to be just it's gonna be show off my ass. Show off my beautiful, beautiful ass. <laughs> Let me wet myself and leak all over myself. I just want to put it on. Just put it on me. Make me your slut. Make me your little slut. Do it. Do it. <laughs> no. Not at all. I, I'm sorry. I think that I think people want this. I think I think people are going to be they're going to be driving 
driving to work. They're going to listen to us, and they're going to be like, my my word. They're so, <laughs> my word. They're so stupid. These babies just babble about nothing. What is happening? Hold on. Hold on. I have a new market. Uh-huh. Caregivers. A caregiver is going to see uh-huh. this, and they're going to go, oh, yes. I can't wait to come home, find my my little boy sitting there in his wet diaper and go, Mommy, change me. <laughs> and then be like, oh, I'll change you. All right. I, and then you dress them up in these slutty little clothes. And you're like, oh, look at you, you little slut. <laughs> Let me just push you down to your knees and push you between my legs. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> hey, I, I can actually get a caregiver's opinion on this. Hey, Mommy. So yes, stupid. Okay. Hold on. Um, I want to do the. I want to do the prompt. I want to. I want to lead her into this. Come on over here. Uh-huh. Come on over. I, I'm sure she's heard every word. I've entered your domain. Okay. If, at your discretion, you have the luxury of instead of putting Chloe in a baby diaper, like a like an adult baby diaper with full absorbency capacity, you had at your own whims the the ability to put her in a, a diaper that was very small, still padded. Designed to fail. And showed off her entire stomach. My midriff. And, and, and the top of her ass. Mm-hmm. And you could put her in this for your own pleasure and gratification. Is this something you'd do? It's a pull-up. It, yeah. I've done this. Uh, right, but it's a diaper this time. Yes, it's a diaper. It's designed... Listen, not everybody can fit in pull-ups. Not everybody can fit in good nights. It is, it it is designed... It should be just a properly fitting pull-up. You're just asking for pull-ups. No, 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 no. Which oh, people no, have okay. been asking No, for. but uh, listen. A I think pull you're up, off base. A pull-up goes up too high. A pull-up still goes above, like, to your, to your waistline. It goes up to, like, the, the top of your butt. Mm-hmm. It's not skimpy enough. I'm talking about some real skimp. Something that's designed to If I to wanted delude. something designed to fail, why wouldn't I put her in cute panties? Because it's diaper. It's diaper and it's puffy and it's cute and then you can tease. See, panties you can't tease. I can absolutely tease my girl wetting her panties. Well, you... And half before. I don't think she gets it. I don't. I'm not a baby. Here's the thing. No, you know what? Liv has a point, but it's the wrong point. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that, oh, I could tease her for wetting her panties, but until she wets her panties... It's going to be six hours, well, maybe Chloe, like 20 minutes of being, I'm a big girl. I'm in panties. But if it's a diaper, she can't say that. It's like, mm, no, no, but if you're it's still a, a little baby. If it's a skimpy diaper, mm-hmm. she could still say she's a big girl because it's still more adult than a full I don't think diaper. You can ever, I don't think you can ever. It's, 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 it's uh, conventionally more sexy, but not more adult. I don't mm-hmm. think a skimpy diaper is more adult. It's, no. more, it's more lewd. It's more lewd. But not more adult. I guess I don't understand. I don't wear diapers. My only benefit <laughs> is that they make girl blush. You know what? I, I think the problem that's is... That's why I like them, because they make girl blush. I think the problem is, I think we might just be too perverted here. I think we're lost in the sauce of, of being, being like, lewd and looking at diaper art for, like... An incredible amount of time. I see so much diaper art. I'm like, give me skimpy baby that's, diaper. I, Hold I on. think that's no, what you it know is. what? You're right. Maybe we're too lewd. Hey, pudding. <laughs> this this will this will help. This will balance the scales. We're we're just gonna call in the whole household yeah. for this episode. We'll get marketing in a couple minutes. We need really. Get, I kind of want to get. I want to ask Mark now. <laughs> would you prefer after, your, after pudding? You, 
Yeah, would you prefer your girlfriend in a, in a diaper, a skimpy baby? Okay, ready? Okay. Skimpy baby diapers, go. Low rise, similar to like like a baby diaper on an adult, but it actually fits correctly. It shows, it shows off a lot of the body. Still still a diaper, still baby. And designed to fail so you can constantly So you can tease them. them when they're diaper leaks. Think about it. Would you put your baby in it? Here's would, I, And understand, it's situational. I'm not saying this replaces diapers. I'm no, saying, it's a, would it's you optional. use it? So... I, you have talked about about how voluptuous your girl's bottom is. You could see more of it with this with this designed to be skimpy diaper. So I see your point. Mm-hmm. However, from a personal perspective, I'm not a big fan of the aesthetic of baby diapers on adults. Oh, I don't like looking at the diaper being stretched. Right? No, but that's what I'm saying. This wouldn't be stretched. I, I think I would rather pull ups. But you know me and full ups. So. <laughs> That's oh, I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. Skimpy baby diaper would really show off messy. Oh, it sure would. Because it it's not it doesn't got a lot like going on. <laughs> it, so does a pull up. Right. Pull up. Again, not everyone can fit in pull ups. And it's diaper. Diaper it's is more diaper. baby than pull up. Well, this is this is a. It's either a skimpy diaper made to fit or like a pull up made to fit. Like, we're it's not a pull up made for you. I, I would love adult. Fitting pull-ups. Well, everyone knows that. Okay, let's get Mark in here. Okay, we're, we're just going to ask everyone. Hold on, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. You're requested. <laughs> so, so I think... Come on over here. What do you, what do you want? Okay, now, here with Mark, I, mm-hmm. I think that we're really going to address a new market, which is which is maybe your girl is a little, but you're ooh, not. Ooh, that's Hi, a good This take. is a good middle ground as well. It's a way to get non-little caregivers I, I do want to give a status update really quick yeah uh our ship of this idea is slowly sinking so this is kind of a no, last chance this is, i still stand firmly behind it okay. okay why am i here if you could say you're dating a girl uh-huh. and she wants to be put in a diaper yeah you're not really about diapers though yeah now if you were given the option of like one of the normal di- diapers like like the one chloe's wearing right now can you show the diapers so so he understands like this. Uh-huh. Or... Little pink skulls. Yes, exactly. Or skimpy diaper. Now, it's... Where... <laughs> Don't give us that look. Just I... give me a second. Wait, give just us hold on. Less padding, low rise on, like, the front and the back. Looks a little bit more like a baby diaper, but, like, fits properly. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, kind of sexy. Still you padded, see, You but can see some butt. It shows some butt. Shows off, like, her belly button, unlike, like, these kind of diapers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Would you prefer that kind of diaper? It's it's kind of like, like diaper underwear. Like a di- <laughs> diaper, diaper string bikini. But not a pull-up. not a pull-up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is that a yes? I would prefer the thing that is further away from All right, the high five. We got Woo! it. Woo! We got it. Okay. Apparently vanillas are the market for this There episode. we go. <laughs> it's, it's vanillas but, engaging with their little. No. But Mark, do you really want a skimpy diaper when she's about to poop her pants? <laughs> good coverage. Good leg gathers that you can trust. All right, that's been my contribution. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you, Mark. Okay, everyone go away. No, listen. No. Here's oh. the thing, though. What? Hold on. You seem to think the skimpy diaper is the answer to all your problems. No. Well, it's no, like, it's just for certain it, scenes. Isn't, but isn't the more effective scene that you've been kept in diapers for a week, and then your mommy says, oh, today you get to wear your big girl panties, 
and yet you still find yourself wetting the floor and begging your mommy for diapers. But it's about sexy. It's about the it's about the slutty. It's about putting your baby girl in little I slutty guess, clothes I guess and saying, I, I want you to be my little slave. Now it's not it's not specifically baby, it's baby elements to slutty. So is this so like pull the diaper aside, slide the cock in? Like is that kind of Yeah. Um I guess it might be easier. You'd probably do easier with a pull-up. Because a pull-up, mm. you can just tug down. Yeah, you see, the problem with, like... <laughs> Man, okay, we're, we're way off, like, we're oh, way off yeah. track here. Everybody go away. Everyone go away. We have Love a new you, show. Okay, that didn't go exactly the way that no, I planned. The, the ship is barely surviving I by still a thread. Think, I still think people, and this is not to replace diapers, I think st- people still want... An option mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for scampi diapers. I agree, but I am voting against you based on the overwhelming opinions of our housemates, except for Mark. <laughs> so I, I'm going to take the bet. I think people are going to be like, no, no. Why say no to more options? You know, like it's just, it's just for for the good, the good scenes, the good sexy but scenes. But isn't? Would you want more options? Would you buy this? Yeah, I'd, I'd still buy it. Man, I, I gotta find that picture. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Okay. Do we have usual another... Usual vet. Yeah, an usual vet. Okay. All right. Do we have another thing to do? Yes. I wanted to interview you. I'm a co-host. No, I don't want to interview you as my co-host. I want to interview you as Sophie of Sophie and Pudding, writer I... extraordinaire. It's it's my show. I know. I'm going to interview you and Pudding at the same time. But it's my show. But it's also my show. So I'm interviewing. No, Pudding. I'm interviewing you. You're gonna. It's like you have you have a couple different hats you wear. You've got your writing hat and so and who's your, wearing who's wearing the podcast hat? Well, I'm um Paige Ken. I'll get Paige. Your teddy bear. Yes. So your teddy bear is going to be cross examining me and yes. my writing partner. Yes. Well. I, I guess. I guess that's fine. As long as I'm still here. <laughs> yes, I need you. I'm interviewing you because you write. I mean, but I'm not doing the interviewing. Sophie? <laughs> go get pudding. Okay. You go get your teddy bear. Okay. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back. I've got my, my co-host, impromptu co-host, Paige, and I'm going to be interviewing Sophie and Pudding of the Sophie and Pudding Patreon. Where's that? www.patreon.com says Sophie and Pudding. <laughs> wow, she's getting really good at that. Okay, first things first, I need to make something clear. I am not Pudding. I don't know how many times this does need to be said, but Chloe, me, is not Pudding. Chloe... You say this, and then you just make your pudding voice happen whenever pudding starts no, that's, talking. That's absolutely... Pudding is literally sitting next to me. You can't... Don't don't gaslight our, our listeners. You are standing up, moving to a different chair, sitting down, and you're editing, the, editing <laughs> not, them to sound really close do together. Do not gaslight our listeners. Pudding is Australian. I do not sound Australian. You're, you're right. I don't sound Australian, but I do try very hard to present this pudding persona. You got me. I'm Chloe Elizabeth. And I do pushies every night. <laughs> that was good. That was a good one. Okay, listen. I, I think that we've had this podcast be part of the Patreon for a long time, but we've never I've never delved into you guys and your writing and your origin story and everything. 
and I'm going to I'm going to interview y'all. Oh, okay. Okay. So, first thing, I'm going to rip this bandaid off. What is your guys' favorite story individually that you guys have written? Uh, I don't know. They got to be different. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure they will be. Well, mine's Mac and Oakley. Mac and Oakley? Yeah, Mac and Oakley. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Mac and and Oakley. Mac and and Oakley. Uh Uh-huh. Why? Uh, It's just, it was a really interesting experience to write something where, conversely to my usual characters who are nothing like me, Mm -hmm. I extract a little part of myself. A little part of yourself? Yes, that's what I said. A little part of myself. <laughs> a little part. Um, and it was it was very interesting. Um, and it's really a story about nothing when nothing bad happens. Uh-huh. Um, it definitely doesn't have your most vile villain ever. That's true. <laughs> um, In a world where Evil Lolita Club exists, that is true. It is a fantastic story. It's one of my favorites. All right, Sophie. What's your favorite Sophie and Pudding story? Uh, okay. Um, I know Audrey and Stacy is a fan favorite, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it was one of our really early ones, and I feel like, comparatively, it's not up to the quality of writing that we're able to produce today. So even so, though even though it's really kind of what made us um, really uh, big writers, mm-hmm. um, I think my, my favorite right now... It's, it, it constantly changes. It's yes. probably butterflies. Oh, butterflies are so good. And um, butterflies is uh, uh, I like it because it's a really realistic story. Mm-hmm. Um, it's at, it. Pudding and I wrote it and tried to be as faithful to real life and real people as possible with both problems and solutions and having it be like not this this big villain that you take down or crazy things that happen that you try to survive. I was constantly waiting for the big secret villain to come (laughs) around the corner. Well, it's at least realistic story, though, because it has universal basic income. (laughs) It's not believable. Which is why it's one of my favorites. That's the true fantasy. (laughs) We keep a futuristic utopian society that's, like, really impossible to achieve, but keep the characters very humane. So I do have another follow-up question to something you said. You know, you said, Audrey and Stacey, it's not up to your your current level of writing skills. So are you going to give people a reboot, a a reboot of Audrey and Stacey, like a remix version? Well, thanks. You heard it here first. We are. I'm committing to it. (laughs) Uh, I'm actually really proud now on this show to announce, and I've been waiting for so long, there will be a Netflix television (laughs) show. (laughs) Phase 3 comes out uh, next month Uh on on Netflix. So if you're not subscribed to Netflix, you can at patreon.com slash sophieandpudding. None of that is factual. (laughs) Hey, you can't just tell people that there's going to be an Audrey and Stacey TV show and and then have it be fake. You you are for the second time in like fifteen minutes gaslighting your listeners. You are going to feel like such a fool when it comes out next week. Oh, Elizabeth, you have no credibility. You lost all your credibility. You said none of it was true, but she gave the correct URL to the picture. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So here's here's another question. How long have you guys been writing together? Like, oh, like just in general. Two thousand ten was our first story. Hey, that's a decade. Yeah, it's been almost 11 years. Um, Never won a game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we started writing uh, just 
dumb little role plays online like we did mm-hmm. uh we did a, a role play where we did a harry potter fan fiction oh yeah i've i've read a page of that yeah and that has the that has the sexual stimulation with the golden snitch <laughs> in the diaper it sure does and uh that's that's a thing do, we do wrote. you want to make quidditch for mommy <laughs> oh my gosh Okay, okay. Um, and then after that, we wrote a story about, like, if we had met when we were children, like, mm-hmm. if we met in elementary school and how we would have grown up together instead of meeting as adults. Which is adorable. Um, and we wrote, like, that's probably our longest story and was never finished. Then after that, we started writing smaller things, and then we got tracked onto Audrey and Stacy, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we're like hey, this is a cool concept. We should write a really, really, really long thing about it. And we didn't mean to make it as long as we did. And then it just happened to be that long. And then we're like, oh, that was fun. And then years later, we're like, hey, what if someone wants to read this? We should put it on the internet. <laughs> now, fun fact, you didn't want to write Audrey and Stacey at first. And I was like, no, tropes can be good. Tropes can be good. We just got to do it right. It's because we wrote it twice. We wrote the first one. It was so tropey. And I'm like, okay, I think with all the orgasms and the diapers, <laughs> I think we should dial it in and start again and you're like yeah okay and then we had the same amount of orgasms <laughs> yeah, <there's anyway>, so. <laughs> the, the, the coming to pushies ratio was pretty much the same <laughs> yeah and in, in all of our in all of our stories we really strive to hit that perfect one-to-one coming to pushies ratio i i do think that maybe this interview was a mistake i am starting <laughs> now, to think it's really good if you can get both of them at the same time well, cummies then, because of pushies or pushies when having cummies because then you see the ratio goes up at exactly the same time yep, and this is a mistake. there's never a moment where the ratio is unbalanced okay, there's is... never a pushies to cummies disparity which is the worst thing you want in a story balanced as all by things the... should be balanced as all things should be by the end of a story well how you really judge it's, it's creative energy and character and quality of a story is that ratio mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you really need to make sure that you Stay on track. Stay in that middle ground, you know? Thanks. If you push one side or the other, you're going to alienate people. Okay. I have a, a different question that will hopefully not <laughs> lead back to, to pushies and cummies. Okay. How has your writing style advanced and grown over the last decade of writing? Okay. So when we originally started writing, it was mostly just role play. So <laughs> we were also on, like, Adium. And, and I remember Adium. I know. We were on Adium and ICQ uh-huh. and Jabber. And, uh, I, hang on a sec. You were never on ICQ. You're a baby. We were on ICQ for two weeks. <laughs> and we were on Yahoo. We were on um, MSN. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And through all this, uh, the big thing that really stifled us was the post limit. <laughs> so... Um, in, in our newer work, since we switched to Discord for mm-hmm. our, our writing, uh, we have the ability to make much longer descriptive posts. We get to do a lot more paragraph breaks. We get to delve into characters and scenes a lot more because we feel like we're actually writing a story rather than writing a role play. And I think people can definitely tell that difference. I have, speaking of you switching softwares, I know the answer to this, but the fans don't. Hey, Pudding. Can you tell me why Sophie would not move away from Adium, even as Adium died and nobody used it and no longer had any support by anyone ever? Yeah, because her logs were trapped in Adium log form. Oh my gosh, I remember that. Okay, I have every word Pudding and I have ever written to each other 
ever. That's mm-hmm. that's through emails, that's through text messages, that's through instant message. Mm-hmm. Anything we've ever physically typed to one another, I have written in log form. Adium locked those <laughs> logs in jail. And it took me forever to find a decryption to, to, to take the logs out and put them in a normal file format. Didn't didn't Kimmy write you a script to reformat them? Yes, she did. <laughs> because even Kimmy moved in like a few years ago. And mm-hmm. by then I still had the Adium log files. And like I had, a sacred lockbox. And I had a copy paste of the actual text. But the copy paste didn't keep any rich text formatting. Um, and it would mess up some stuff. Mm-hmm, but then mm-hmm. Kimmy came along and I'm like, hey, Kimmy, if I give you this Adium log file, can you can you break it down and give me a a like post by post like list mm-hmm. of all of the texts? And she's like, yeah, sure. Half an hour later, I had them. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're so good. Okay. What is uh, your guys' biggest roadblock when writing? Distraction. Do you want to elaborate on that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, sometimes it'll be, we're going to have a writing day today, mm-hmm. and then we spend eight hours working on a new D&D system. <laughs> sometimes it'll be, we start writing, and I'll be there, and I'm like, wow, it's been an hour and a half since Sophie said anything, and I'll come downstairs, and she's tying someone up with string bracelets. Uh, sometimes... Uh, we take too long between writing and writing next, and I forgot what my character's supposed to sound like. Uh, I'm not a writer. I just have a lot of voices in my head. Um, one of them is Chloe Elizabeth. Uh, (laughs) You will perish. Okay. I will perish. On the, on the other hand, uh, on my side, I think the, the biggest, uh, roadblock we run into in writing is, um, puddings exhaustion mm-hmm. and part of that is because she she naps a lot and gets tired really easily but the other part is i can pretty much i can pretty much guess that uh after writing a really hot messing scene we're we're done for the night <laughs> i'm not gonna ask a follow-up question but my, my laptop battery only lasts so long oh that's the reason uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> you know i i, I had I had a whole thing where I was going to talk about uh, you guys and how long you take between posts, but I think that topic's dead now. And I'm, again, just going to pick up and move on with this with this interview process, because it always seems to come back to two things. I have no idea what you're referring mm-hmm, to. Mm-hmm. Which one is number one and which one is number two? <sighs> Do you have other questions? Okay. Um... Has has becoming full time Patreon writers has it helped your writing? Has it helped you grow as writers, or ha- do you think it's how has it affected your creativity? I came closer to never writing again than the U.S. <laughs> came to all out nuclear war during the Cuban Missile Crisis. <laughs> if there is a doomsday clock, of putting stopping writing hours at one minute to midnight. <laughs> um. Patreon at the beginning when we were really getting established. Mm-hmm. You, was, mean, you mean when you were doing captions, providing full length stories, and like like giving individual like vignettes to people all yeah. for like one dollar. Mm-hmm. Back then, that was a problem because we realized we hate it. We hate <laughs> writing a lot when we aren't just writing what we want to write. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, 
That probably lasted about a year where we did a lot of commission work and we did a lot of captions. And then we're like, hey, captions aren't really cool because we're not always getting artist permission because artists aren't always available. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not cool. So let's let's discontinue that, which upsets some people. But like, hey, like, get over it. I was sad to see the captions go. And I think a lot of people were. But more more than that, overwhelmingly people supported uh, you guys removing it because it, it was better for you and, and it's better for artists. It just makes us feel really uncomfortable because even if someone gives us a caption with citation of the artist and has permission, we don't know that. We yeah. are still going in blind and trusting this, this person that it was part of our Patreon. It was a whole thing. And, and furthermore, um, whether I write like... Uh, a three-post caption, or whether I write a thousand-chapter novel, I create that world in my head. Yeah. Like, I create those characters, and constantly creating worlds just to watch them die <laughs> felt very bad. <laughs> she does... Pudding does deep dive into every story and create crazy, huge, ridiculous world spaces, which is fantastic, but I do imagine it's taxing uh, over one million captions. I am an exhausted goddess. <laughs> Generally, the way that we describe our writing is that Pudding builds playgrounds and I play in them. Um, So, uh, I I think that was a real problem and commissions were a problem. In part because some commissions we simply didn't care about. Like, we didn't want to write them because the, the subject matter did not interest us. But other commissions... Even if we really enjoyed them, it's a month between each chapter, so we'd forget everything we wrote, and we're like, what's going on? And then we'd have to spend more time remembering what we were doing than actually writing it. The uh, the looser kind of arrangement we had with kind of sponsorship through Butterflies was much, much more conducive to our writing style. Settling in as well. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Where, like, nowadays we actually don't provide, or Patreon does not provide any personalized commission content. Yeah. Um, we we only use it for support, and we have found an overwhelming amount of happiness in it. Not only because it has created one of the best communities we've ever been a part of, True but um, we just don't feel pressured, and we can create the content we want. And by creating the content we want, we come up with amazing concepts. So... Um, I would say at first Patreon was a mistake and then in the, the long run now I'm really really loving it um, and I want to have a shout out to like our first like big supporter <gasps> Selfie, Selfie. Um, who we don't see hanging out too much in the discord nowadays but we love you and we remember you I remember when you first started, she she was your, your big, like, $25 patron or whatever. She was there every, every... single week for live writing. <laughs> every single week. Just her in the live writing yep, And that was her and Anna. She and... never once has stopped supporting us. No, she is being contiguous. Like, she's one of, I think she's our earliest active mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. patron. And m- most consistent. Yeah. So we love you very much. Yeah, thank you very much, Selfie. I, I have two more questions. Okay. Okay. The first one is... What question am I probably forgetting to ask you guys that I should ask you? Uh, to check you? Here, I'll do Excuse it. Excuse me. I get it. I get it. Let's see. Uh, mm. No, you're, you're still both dry. going yeah. to perish. Okay, I'm moving away from that. The second question, the final question is, what is your hottest story? What should your the listeners of the podcast know that Sophie and Pudding's hottest story is? Okay. Let what me, what let, exemplifies? Let hold on. What exemplifies 
the Patreon tag you guys write with four hands so the readers can read with one. <laughs> what exemplifies that? I recuse myself from this question. <laughs> no, it says too much about me no, as a person. I need it. It's it's interview material. Is yours gonna be the uh, magic word scene from Audrey and Stacy? It's a good scene, but no, it's not. Okay, what is it? No, you have to answer first. Okay, um... I'm known as a degenerate. You need to prove it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let me think. I think... One of my favorite concepts... I mean, obviously all of our stuff really... I mean, not all, but a lot of it has diapers. And a (laughs) lot of it is little content. So that's checking that box already. But my big one that I love is, like, hypnosis and mind control. So, it might be some of the earlier scenes in Enthralled. Ooh, Enthralled's really good. Um, I can't think of any in particular, but, like, the mind control element of this 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 girl who... Enthralled's about a vampire that... Steals uh, your maturity. Steals your maturity. And this girl's so obstinate in being like, I'm gonna go and tell her off. And then the vampire girl's like, uh-huh, sure, sweetie. And then, like makes her feel all gooey and littley and like puts her in diapers and Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. really that's really up there um okay you go okay so obviously we have already mentioned uh magic words in audrey and Mm stacy i think that the readers will find that to be one of the hottest (laughs) scenes that we've read yeah i I think probably as well um honorable mention for this is gonna sound awful because i can't remember their names but for the maid getting fucked by the mole with in, her in own little cock Lucy. in Little Lucy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was it was Marta. And, Marta. Um, yeah. Yeah. That was good. That was... <laughs> and then <laughs> every single page of Reconnecting. Oh my gosh. You so would. Okay. Reconnecting was something we wrote about two, like, siblings. I think they're twins. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to, like be friends again, but they do this through a lot of incestuous you, play. You did write it as obligatory smut. Well, we yeah. wrote it being commanded by our two top patrons at the time. Oh my gosh, I forgot about Sophie that. Sophie and Anna. Mm-hmm. And every, like, they would sit in the adjacent channel and tell us what they wanted to see, and we would just make it happen. <laughs> Come hell or high water. It- and we're going to hell. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's fair. If if you guys want to read some smutty stories, um, Enthralled and uh, Reconnecting are definitely some of the smuttier ones that we have. In terms of, like, my favorite, like, bit of eroticism we've written, though, uh, I don't know if I can say it, because I don't want to spoil it. Hmm. No, I'm going to say it. There, there, there's a particular scene in Butterflies that I think really ticks my boxes for just really good, realistic, relatable eroticism that is tasteful. There's a lot of hot scenes in Butterflies. (laughs) Yep. And that will be uh, finished probably this week on our Patreon, so... And then a lot of people will. (laughs) I definitely haven't already read all of it. (laughs) All right. Um, I think that's all the questions I have for you guys. If anybody else who's listening has questions, make sure to send them into the email at theusualmailbox at gmail.com. Okay. Um, I want to say some things. So, it might be surprising to find that after 62 episodes of this podcast that our Patreon at patreon.com slash Sophie and Pudding. <laughs> patreon.com slash Sophie and Pudding. Uh, 
isn't exclusively for the usual bet. It sure isn't. <laughs> we, we do a lot of stuff. And actually, it started as a writing Patreon for me and Pudding. Um, we have over 50 stories on there. So if you like a lot of uh, baby content. Baby um, smut. Yeah, a lot of smutty content, a lot of diapers, um, a lot of gender play, a lot of weird stuff that just hypnosis hypnosis is definitely a big one um there's over 50 stories on there some of which are over 300,000 words long and some are as short as 2,000 words long um so uh, i think we really strive to make really relatable characters so if you like reading a lot of normal books i think that uh we really hit the mark on the ability to do so with our stories our patreon Okay, go ahead. Uh, and also should not surprise people to know, uh, you know, I, I do write a lot of very complex characters, so it shouldn't surprise anyone to know that I also created the Chloe persona. Um, you will that, perish. <laughs> and that I was able to run both the interviewer role and the interviewee role. We are role. talking at the same time right now. That's good I'm going to do some great editing after this. <laughs> Um, our Patreon also does, uh, other things. Like we have another podcast, The Changing Tabletop, which we haven't done anything for in a while, but we will get back to it. I promise. Um, and that has like, that's like a, a tabletop gaming, like D and D sort of thing. We already finished two stories on there. Three stories on there? Two stories on there? Some stories. We finished a few. I don't know how many. We that's finished. one of my smartest characters. <laughs> and, uh, then we also do some art that, I mean, I, I, Chloe's mommy and I both draw, uh-huh. and we put our art on the Discord a lot more than on the Patreon. So if you do join our Patreon, make sure you also join the Discord. The Discord's because, the best part. Yes, and I was going to say another thing that we really supply is a lot of photos of us in our very unique households, a lot of diaper pics, a lot of cutesy little pics, um, a lot of like smutty dom sub pics, a lot of... Uh, Art that me and Chloe's mommy both draw, uh-huh. um, as well as a community of amazing, wonderful people we've built up over the past two and a half years that um, honestly just make make this whole thing really worth it. These Not only the financial, but emotional and personal support that we are constantly shown by them is so gratifying, and everyone on there is so nice and polite to each other, and you might be thinking, oh, Sophie... Uh, we I've been on baby discords before. Like they're not that great. Well, I, I think it's probably the one dollar paywall we have. But <laughs> but people are extremely uh, considerate and kind on ours. They're, so they're sweetie pies. If you if you are joining the Patreon, please join the Discord. I think you will probably get more out of it that way. That's also where you can uh, vote on our bets for the usual bet. Uh, buy cotton coin. Buy cotton coin. <laughs> That's now a thing. Um, and, uh, if you want to do that, please join us at patreon.com slash Where? Patreon.com slash And she's getting really fast. Eventually, it's just going to be like a single, a single like sound. A like, ah! <laughs> um. <laughs> to be digs at your hot out. <laughs> All right. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at the usual Sophie and at the usual Chloe. Thank you, Mimi, for help with our theme song. Thank you, Juice, for our wonderful cover art. You can find them at patreon.com slash juiceboxart. Shame on Kimmy for... Um, Thinking that the ice is going to break in one smack. I am going to obliterate her bottom with that. I'm kind of with her. No. I don't know why. I just feel like it's going to break. I'm going to look up in the, like, ice theory. Ice theory. Well, it's all about how, how pure the water is when you freeze it. That's what Tell I said. She said that. Box. That can't yeah. be true. It sure is. High five myself, y'all. Anyway, you will perish. You can... It's so cute 
great when you talk to yourself, Sweeney. <laughs> I will perish. I, I mean, I love your other character you play. I love Chloe. you, mommy. I'm sorry, wrong you character. You will suffer. <laughs> you can find Kimmy at bby-kimmy.tumblr.com. Uh, that's it. Thank you for being such good interviewees for me and Paige, the interviewers. Paige didn't ask a single question. I'm actually a little offended. You didn't She's even shy. let her talk. She's shy. You just kept talking if and If you talking. can put on a pudding voice the whole time, you can make one up for Paige. <laughs> well, I put on the Chloe she voice. She has her own voice. I don't make up a voice for her. <laughs> okay. Uh, bye. Bye-bye, bye, everyone. everyone. Bye.